Welcome back to It Was Murder Season 4. <laughs> We're the number one heart-to-heart podcast in the world. You heard me right. Mm-hmm. In the world. Wow, that's a big place. Including the UK. Hi, Danny. <gasps> hey, Danny. Hi. <laughs> Hi. So good to hear from you. Hi, yay. Uh, Thanks to, for listening. Uh, oh, I'm your diehard romantic, Eric Blood. And I'm your devoted lover, Ellen Ito. And I'm the satisfied virgin, Joe LeBon Fleur. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's crazy. During the uh, season hiatus, I forgot my name and mm-hmm. Joe has changed his. <laughs> I kind of want to, I want a title update. Such a coincidence. But oh, I forgot have you to been think thinking about it? About it? No. Uh, I forgot <laughs> until this moment when I panicked and tried to think of something and couldn't. <laughs> oh, you're just not going to become White Wine Joe or Joe Le Bonfleur. Ooh, the White Wine Virgin. <laughs> White Wine Joe's coming. Uh, what's my relationship to the show now? It's not uh, only you can determine that. Oh, yeah, virgin that anymore. is not that is not a decision for Eric. Young lover. <laughs> that's a DTR that you have to have with the show. Yeah, it's true. All right, I'll well, think about it for the next episode tonight. We have the honor and privilege to discuss On a Bed of Hearts. Season four, episode one. Season four, episode one. The first, in my opinion, uh, season premiere that felt like a season premiere. Uh, Mm -hmm. But we will talk more about that after we try to sum up the plot of this episode in 60 seconds or less in our Minute Max segment. And is it me? Who's? It's you. It's me? It's you. On a Bed of Minutes. On a Bed of Minutes. It is me. Shit. Okay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck to oh, you. Oh, God, I'm so, I'm so relieved. Okay. Some things never change. New season, same Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On a bed of hearts. It's the hearts anniversary, and Jennifer is drunk. Uh, Max and Freeway have <laughs> prepared a surprise for Jennifer, and they go upstairs, and there's a giant wooden ugly bed in their room. And Jennifer's like, oh, my God, it's a bed. And Jonathan's like, it's the first bed that we <laughs> fucked on in, after we were married. And she's like, no, it's not, because it, it doesn't have painting of flowers on it. And he's like, damn it. So let's drive to Napa, or maybe they no, they drove. Let's drive to Napa, first to San Francisco, and then to Napa, which is way out of the way for someone from L.A. Uh, and they <laughs> go to the inn, which is up for auction. The entire inn is up for auction. So they bid $5 million for it just to get the bed. But I think it was because Jonathan wanted to get involved in some garbage with a fabulous, fabulous lady named Maris Thorne, who has <laughs> a weird henchman and then a weird, creepy French guy who turns out to be from Linterpol. And uh, yeah, there's a stolen painting on the bed. <laughs> nice minute max that was very thorough well thank you you're welcome <laughs> who's up next uh you oh on bed <laughs> of flowers hearts i mean <laughs> all right jonathan gets jennifer a bed for their uh anniversary but it's jennifer informs him it's the wrong bed the right bed had flowers painted on it so they go to the inn where they fucked on this bed to to get it and they're having an auction and the auction is only for the entire inn and all of the land you can't bid on things individually but it's open to the public strangely so they (laughs) try to they bid and they get outbid by this very villainous looking henchman and they get the Bidding goes up to $4.5 million, and then Jennifer accidentally bids for, for the in, and they get the in for like $5 million. Uh, so they, it turns out they, and then the bed gets stolen. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. And there's a poet, poet running around who's French. Uh, they go to the place <laughs> of the person who tried to outbid them because they know that she tried to steal the bed from them and she has the bed in her driveway. So they take, they steal it back, they chase them, they, fucking a barn on the bed and they find out there's a painting underneath the flowers and the guy the french guy was from interpol and he was trying to get the bed back the whole time the end well done ellen can you beat us (laughs) um is it a contest no it is now season four (laughs) minimax contest (laughs) twist Mm -hmm. um hang on i'm just seeing the timer so that i don't talk too much <laughs> about <laughs> on a bed of hearts. Okay. okay. Okay, let's do this. All right. <laughs> on a bed of hearts. So uh Jonathan and Jennifer go out to celebrate their anniversary and Jennifer gets 
uh, drunk and it's delightful. And then Jonathan's like, I have a big surprise for you. It's the world's ugliest four poster canopy bed. And she's like, that's not the ugly one that we did it in for our anniversary <laughs> in the in in Napa Valley. He's like, it's not. Oh, my God. We got to go up there and do touristy stuff all over San Francisco and ride like the rice cable car and all this stuff. <laughs> and then we got to go to this auction and accidentally buy the whole inn, even though all we want is the world's second ugliest bed, which is still in the inn. So they buy it. And then uh, evil Mara Thorne and her henchman and then some random French dude running around. And then it things just go berserk there's so many times that this bed is being drug all over the place the hearts are riding on this bed and ultimately it just ends up seeming like farmers in napa valley are just getting fucked by all these crazy rich people that come up here and screw shit up anyway there's a painting hidden on the headboard <laughs> how appropriate that they're all getting fucked by this bed yes well done ellen thank you it really wasn't the whole episode was an homage to the hearts fucking I mean, the whole show is an homage to the hearts fucking. But especially this episode, they paid five million dollars to get that bed that they had sex on. Yeah, I'm. Jonathan, before he knew anything about anything, was willing to pay like four point five million dollars to get that bed. Well, it's the gesture, but also he said the more he sat there thinking about it, the more he didn't want that place where they had this great memory Mm. to be fucked by Maris Thorne sinister obviously french uh mm. condo developer mm. yep that's true i just having having been to napa several times uh mm-hmm. <laughs> and seeing the property that the, that was up for auction i was like i don't think you want to build condos here <laughs> yeah that wouldn't work out i don't think this isn't really um the move no but i kept 40... thinking that it was some other some other thing that they were actually buying it for, which would, I, that was my one thing about this episode that, that kind of bothered me was that it was, it's like, really, it was just development, which is realistic. Um, Hmm. but really (laughs) 40 acres and an inn. Yeah. (laughs) But Thorne wasn't going to, do condos ever she just wanted the no, painting she just wanted she the just, painting yeah. so she just something went wrong it was just like if they're so willing to kill the innkeeper and then also the caretaker of the inn mm. why wouldn't you just shoot that dude in the head and take the painting take the headboard and leave mm-hmm. those are questions i don't ordinarily have, i know I just but there that. were <laughs> so many times like of just the bed rolling around and whatever and i know this episode is a favorite with a lot of people because it is ludicrous mm-hmm. um but this is the first time that I've seen it that I've really noticed just how many farmers get accidentally involved um, with the caper and how mm-hmm. then they all get paid off. And it's just sort of random and weird. There's just so yeah. many for their old vehicles, cartoon farmers and produce stands and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Napa Valley. I've only been to Napa Valley once. And I was like, it's boring here. And then I never went again. No offense, Napa <laughs> Valley, but you don't need me. Mm. Did you do any wine tastings? No. Oh, you didn't find your four, your favorite four poster bed. It was like, I don't even know if I was old enough to drink when I. Oh, was oh in Napa Valley. that would be. Boring. Yeah, no, I, the times I've been have been exclusively to drink wine and eat really amazing meals. Did yeah. none, none of us I mean, really mentioned the best part of the whole episode? Did we? Where when the bed they're gets driving stolen, away from the from hearts, <laughs> yeah, the hearts are sleeping on the bed in a barn. Which then, right? Is that what happens? And then somebody steals it, their car, and drives away with them in the bed. <laughs> yes. And then he take, and then the thorn starts chasing them with guns. <laughs> and the guy, it's uh. Uh, Pierre Le Bonfleur. Jean-Pierre Le Bonfleur. Jean-Pierre Le Bonfleur. Jean-Pierre. He takes a sharp corner and the bed flies off the back of the car and goes careening through the Napa <laughs> countryside, which I found so delightful. Me I was, too. Right. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Okay, I'm glad we're on the same page yeah. because it could yeah. easily be like Looney Tunes insanity, but it, it wasn't. It was so well done. It That's, was so I, I kept thinking like, this is so veering towards Muppet, yeah. but it's not. Mm-hmm. Some it's, it's not. It's the monkeys. Or like, it, it's. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of a Hey, Hey, wow. We're the Monkeys heart to heart version theme song, but I couldn't come up with. I'm not that clever tonight. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this this episode, 
I think it's the best season opener that we've had yet. Oh yeah. Um, mm. it, the, the opening scene, I was like, this is a season opener. Mm-hmm. All of the main cast is right there. It's super mm-hmm. cute. Jennifer is drunk. Jonathan, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Max is holding freeway. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's just a lovely little scene. It like it illustrates how rich they are. In case you didn't know. Yep. Uh, and then right. there's locations everywhere. There's so many aerial shots. It's fucking crazy. They had so many helicopters that they rented. Totally. Even the the plot, like the way they get involved in this nutso plot, mm-hmm. is so perfectly done. Just mm-hmm. like like I bought a bed. I'm extravagant. It's mm-hmm. the wrong bed. We're gonna get the right bed. Uh, let's take a trip. And it's like the next morning, sure. Jennifer even was like, I, I know we're going to be tired tomorrow because we're getting up early. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was great. I, yeah. I, and this is not just my resolution talking. I don't think I, know, I, I was super about enjoyed this episode. It was like really funny. <laughs> they really played up the comedy, which sometimes doesn't work. I felt like it worked 80% of the time in this episode. There were just mm-hmm. a couple of one liners that I thought were pretty dumb. Yeah. Um, but it had that monkeys or, I don't know, like seventies British television comedy <laughs> thing like to ben, it. Benny Hill vibes. Benny Hill, it's, or it's all of the runaway bed moments, <laughs> yeah. by the way, that are making you think that. Mm-hmm. I guess for me, I'm always just like, what if the bed was haunted? <laughs> <laughs> I thought Would that make it better for me. What if the inn was haunted? Would that make it better for me? There's yes. just not enough dead people in this episode. There's I really, like they're two all in the well. Off, two off camera dead people. <laughs> I thought so. Mr. Appleroth was the one who sold Jonathan the bed at the beginning, and he was dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really thought at the end they were going to pull a drawer out of the bed and there was going to mm-hmm. be a dead body inside of it. Because <laughs> there was that weird MM heart carving that had a drawer looking thing on the bed mm-hmm. because it belonged to a French caretaker of a French estate, right? Is that what it was? The end. Oh, the it, final thing was. It was Madame de Beauvier. Yeah. Something. Yes, Mimi. M- the M- notorious M- Mimi. Yeah. And uh, so that's why the French uh, Linterpol guy took it back. <laughs> Linterpol. Staked his claim. <laughs> I cracked up when he produced his ID card. I, I love that right. so much. <laughs> Linterpol. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, uh. Yeah. Wow. It's like those. French agents play it real close to the vest. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's, he really could have mentioned that when he was pointing a gun at them that he worked for Interpol. That, yeah. Um, His, his little, I mean, I guess he's working in secrecy because he's not supposed to be there according to the Interpol website. Oh. Right. Oh, that's right. Local Mm -hmm. law enforcement. Mm -hmm. So he is sneaking around. That's true. Um, Napa Valley, but this is another. I guy. like it when he kicks the phone plug out of the wall. I did too. Because well, I I loved how they set up these villains or the yeah. possible villains because it was like who's who's who, who's doing what, who's yeah. being nefarious. I already right. like okay. We are introduced to Maris Thorne in the back of yes. her limousine when she rolls her tinted <laughs> window down to, and she's Basically wearing sunglasses. Like, Don't stop fucking bothering me. Get it done. <laughs> that was right? so good. I immediately fell in love with her. Mm. And yes. then the, yeah, the auction was, was funny. Like it was cute, but that, yeah, him kicking the phone plug. I was like, Ooh, he's in on this. Like what's, mm-hmm. yeah. who's the good guy and who's the bad guy and what's happening. Well, and then when the caretaker is like, I was promised some money, then it's like, <gasps> Mm-hmm. I thought he was it the just, bad guy when when he showed up on screen. It just it took a turn, right? But then you, but then he's kind of out of the picture, so it seems like oh, that's a red herring. And then he pulls off his mask and is <laughs> like, oh, I'm, he's in on it, right? And then it's just like, what the fuck's happening? Mm-hmm. Mostly, I'm just like sentimental value aside. All the beds are hideous. Uh, They're yeah. disgusting. Yeah. When they, when they that showed bed. that in their bedroom, I was like, oh, my God, I hope Jennifer goes, excuse me. <laughs> they need to go back to the air yeah, like, mattress bed that they already the had. Yeah. <laughs> we have to get rid of this thing and go back to our Japanese screen, 80s Japanese screen vibe. Yeah. the mm. I feel sorry for the um, guy, you know, when they first steal the bed back from Maris Thorne. Mm-hmm. there's the guy who's like she's where she's faking him out like oh what's that and he's like yeah. it's a wine press and yeah. he gets all luddite and shit with all the stuff that's in the warehouse and then it's like oh and i just for some reason always identify with that person mm. 
and then I felt bad for him. Yeah, that he was kind of a sad. <laughs> I'm like, oh, dope. I was uh, surprised at the gall of Maris Thorne to say she didn't steal the bed and then leave it like right next to the exit <laughs> ramp from her mansion estate. It's just like that's so shitty. It's just like a slap well, in the face. She didn't do it. She's, oh, that guy did it. She's just got that that not not very confident like that halfway there man of hench yeah um and then when we are thinking or when the hearts are thinking that monsieur le bonfleur is a henchman <laughs> mm-hmm. along with that other dude her at marisorn's actual henchman mm-hmm. jennifer actually says she's like well about maris she has such unique taste in henchmen yeah yeah i know and I was like, oh, and you were like, Hench. it's There's pronounced a real spotlight on yeah. the men of Hench. It's pronounced men of Hench. Yes, it's, Jennifer. Yeah. In this yeah. country, we say the men of Hench. Om du Hench. Om du Hench. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I was just like, ooh, that's a call out. I was like, that would be the world's shortest and most unsatisfying heart to heart drinking game. But somebody finally said henchman. Mm. And that hit her man of Hench was named Gorgish. <laughs> <laughs> Because he introduced himself to Jonathan. And my note was, why are they trying to fuck Gorgish so hard with the with the auction? <laughs> like, what do they have against Gorgish that they just don't want him to for have me, it? For me, Gorgish is is maybe a little quiz we'll have to have at the end of season four, which is Eastern European traditional stew or henchman. <laughs> yeah, yes. Or man of hench. I love that. Gorgish. <laughs> I'm glad that you brought up that the auction was open to the public because that was such a weird. I know. Like, for the whole estate. There were so many people there. Yeah. They're just going like to decide that. The whole that. town turned out. There were, there were like. It sounded like it was feudal estates, like, or like it was like Downton Abbey or something. Yeah. Because the way it's like now, all the people that live on the estate don't have to, whatever. And I'm like, what are we talking about right now? Did yeah. a British person write this? Because <laughs> yeah. that's not how Napa Valley works. <laughs> I feel true. like a British person did write this. Like, it really feels. I'm, I'm sure that it's Benny That's Hill's a, it's so story editor. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, but there were there were at least twelve incidents in this episode where I thought this could be solved so easily by just someone saying something. But yeah. then, of course, we have no, no TV no, show. No, no. Never say something. No, no, because there was so the auction. My my immediate thought was as soon as they found out that it was like, oh, you're you have to buy the entire thing. Mm-hmm. Of course, Jonathan's going to end up buying the entire thing, whether by accident or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but my thought was that he was going to be like, Oh, Hey, I'll sell this back to you. I just want the bed. And which, which would have made perfect sense. It wouldn't have happened because mm-hmm. now we know that the bed was, was the object of desire. Yeah. Um, right. But why didn't Maris like I, once they had the bed, why didn't they remove again? They didn't remove the painting and then just give them back the fucking bed and be like done with it. Yeah. Good question. Is the painting part of the bed or is it added on? I was confused about that. Is the whole I headboard guess it's part of the bed. Yeah. But why was the painting so important? I thought, and then the MM on the bed seemed like the bed was important, but I don't know. I was confused. I'll just say it. There was not enough backstory yeah. about the painting itself, mm-hmm. how it ends up with the headboard as a substrate, et cetera, et cetera, which came first, chicken and the egg. Yeah. Like, of course, of course, I'm the one that's going to be like, hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but in terms of hench, yeah. men of hench, you have to admit, Gorgish did an incredible job stealing the no, bed. Gorgish. Is that a man of hench or a traditional Eastern European stew? <laughs> I think it's a stew. In this. In mm. this context, it's a man of hench. And he did... You know, summer's ending. It's almost gorgish season. Yeah. He, he did the amazing... The harvest gorgish. I love a, I love a hot gorgish. Harvest gorgish. In, in October. A Napa Valley specialty. Or a cold gorgish harvest. in December. Oh, I love a cold gorgish. Yeah. And we will celebrate with a gorgish. Ice gorgish. For the whole village. <laughs> the whole village. Um. He did an amazing job getting the bed in 30 seconds. 30 he stole seconds. that bed out of the second story room that they were yeah. in, put it on a through, car. Through a regular ass door. Yeah, through like a regular 50% window. 50% like nailing it. <laughs> yeah. And then, I mean, I don't know if it was him that put it there or that. I think I feel like it was the hapless dude who loved horse carriages that put it in mm. just direct view of the driveway. <laughs> like I kind of blame him. So he's oh, really I blame Gorgish. I really, I don't know. Blame Gorgish. He should have been overseeing it more, but he had to get the hearts to thorn. Well, so 
um, Maris Thorne made me realize how many female villains there are in heart to heart episodes. And so that might be my next request from the home office, which is Margaret mm-hmm. that um, our very own uh, money, Penny mm-hmm. uh, Deanne figure out how many female villains there are, because I think there's a surprising number of really satisfying female villains throughout yeah. the whole series. Yeah. Absolutely. I think so. Yeah. And we'll ask our Stanley how many lamps there are. Because <laughs> there's a lot of lamps, too. Not yeah. enough. Answer, not enough. Yeah. This just in over the wire from the <laughs> home office from Stanley. Not mm. enough lamps. <laughs> um, can we talk about, there's just two outfits that I want to talk about. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's one I want to talk about. There's three I want to talk about. Okay. Number one, mm-hmm. obviously, Maris's purple jumpsuit. Yes. I don't need to say anything more than that. The grimace. Number two. Yeah, number two. <laughs> Jennifer's mutton sleeve, like her weird, yes. her mutton sleeve off white ensemble with the giant snakeskin clutch. Mm-hmm. Renaissance that sweater. That's just like so good. Yeah. <laughs> Renaissance sweater. <laughs> <laughs> Huzzah. It's, it's like Renaissance kimono almost. <laughs> His arigato. <laughs> it is. Yeah. They paired well too. Jonathan paired really well with that look. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He had like a camel jacket or something. Solid. Mm-hmm. I am all about Solid. Yeah. Maris's, I think, final look. Yeah. The black suit with the uh, black and white patterned neck adornment, amazing, <laughs> with mm-hmm. with pocket square, and the most amazing purple framed sunglasses. Mm-hmm. She looked so fucking good. She was like fashion, glorious Steinem, rocking my world, mm-hmm. nineteen eighty two style. Oh yeah, that was crazy good. She oh god, great. she looked so good. Yeah. I loved Maris Thorn. That's definitely my favorite outfit out of the yeah. episode. Maris Thorne is great. Mm-hmm. When they first go to Maris Thorne's house and we get to watch them walk across her entire pool for so house. long. I wasn't really mad, but I was like, why are we watching them walk across this pool for so long? She lists a bunch of places that the hearts own, sort of. like. Well, to, she she lists their, uh, his industries. Yeah. Part and, of. and I want to go to the research facility in Kyoto. Can we have an episode there, please? Is that where they got mm. all of their uh, Japanese shit from uh, Homemade Murder? Or? From their research facility? <laughs> Were they setting up their research facility? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Oh, yeah, because they did go to Japan, but we just didn't yeah. get to see it. Um, I know it would be it would make me pretty nervous to know that there was actually an episode there, but if they could do it in a non-racist way, I would love that. That would be amazing. Well, they, oh, wait, in well, they, they won't can. be able to do it in a non-racist way, Joe. I'm Just sorry. Pie, I already pie in the sky I feel agreement. comfortable answering that. <laughs> yeah. Right off the I bat. I guess that's yeah, my pipe that dream for the episode. Yeah. Can't happen, won't happen. Can we talk about how Jennifer is delightfully intoxicated after their anniversary <laughs> dinner, night out, whatever? Um, have you guys ever had have you ever just drunk too much like on a night that was meant to be like your special night or whatever never have you ever just (laughs) never had a thing or it's like at a work party yes (laughs) (laughs) definitely really but you've never like just gotten so plowed in your birthday that you're like oh not really on like a night like that i don't think so not me yeah i i definitely have you have yeah and have you (laughs) well yeah obviously and I was like, oh, I wonder if I can think of a single time. Like, I don't know that I should ask that question without, like, a, you know, an illustrative example. But, God, there's just so many mm. that I I don't know what it's really communicating to me. That's, I guess, probably drink less mm. um, or figure out how to drink or don't celebrate anything important. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't decide which of those things was the better option to make it stop. All of my birthdays for for about a good ten year span mm-hmm. were held at bars. Oh, uh, yeah. So yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. It was I was a bar kid. Like I was definitely a bar kid from from my mid twenties to mid thirties. The bus stop was my my mm. my personal watering hole, mm-hmm. along with with several other wonderful misfits. And we would every everyone's birthday was at the bus stop. Like we would do birthdays at the bus stop, and we would just get 
incredibly trashed and then get a pizza from a pizza mart and go back to someone's apartment and drink a giant bottle of yellowtail Mm -hmm. or two Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, no, like that was just <laughs> that was Napa. the normal shit, the normal shit from the Napa of Australia, from the Napa coast of Australia, <laughs> from the down Napa. <laughs> I got way too drunk at a work party after I had been I'd finished working at this place. I'd been fired already, and <laughs> I, but I was still I had still so many friends there, so I got invited to the party, and then I there were all these little. So first of all, I got told this that I needed to stop picking people up by the bar staff, and then uh, there were little disposable cameras, and they they came back with the photos like like a couple weeks later, and they were all just of me like super sweaty and just like dancing or like picking people up and shit. It was, I mean, it was fun. I think everybody was having fun. I wasn't like blacked like, out. Literally picking people up yeah. like a giant. Yeah. Oh. Like just hugging them and like picking them up. But, and I don't think, I don't think I like, I'm pretty sure I didn't like freak anybody out. Like they were, everybody was having a good time. I think about that part, but the bar staff was like, mm. you need to stop doing that. And then it was just like, yeah, all the photos were just sweaty Joe, white though, wine Joe. Though I do not condone the picking up of people at parties, uh, I do believe that people were probably finding you very entertaining. Yeah, I don't think I was like, I wasn't like surprised picking people up. It was like very close friends that I had. So it wasn't like, surprise, I'm picking you up now. As someone I know, you know, like people can't see us, but Eric and Joe are gigantic mm-hmm. people. Rude. Um, and... <laughs> You're tall. That's what I mean. You're really tall. <laughs> Very You're tall. really tall. Yeah. And I am not tall mm. at all. I am short, like legit short. And anyone who is the kind of person that picks somebody up, if you're, there's two kinds of people that I'm just like, no, 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 no. Mm. Uh, in particular, when people are drinking, there's people that like to touch the top of people's heads. Mm. And then people that, pick people up Mm -hmm. and i feel as if i have received more than my fair or adequate uh share of uh those behaviors so when you said you were picking people up (laughs) part of me was just sort of hoping you were just inappropriately hitting on former co-workers because just the thought of being picked up yeah the bar told me i had to stop hitting on people over and over again (laughs) (laughs) you need to stop it's not working out no it was i don't know maybe it wasn't maybe it's not okay but i we were also like i was like in my early 20s so (laughs) slash mid 20s yeah. Well, so I'm sure everyone knew what they were getting into. Yeah. <laughs> you invite, they maybe, me. maybe it made me feel slightly better to know that Jennifer goes out and gets wasted on uh, her anniversary. Yeah. I loved it. Like the opening, that opening shot where they're slow dancing in their foyer mm-hmm. and she's just got her arms outstretched and she's singing a little song with her hands. And it was, <laughs> it was immediately, I believe the name was, of the song is La 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 La. la, 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 la I, my first note immediately song. was Jennifer's drunk. <laughs> yeah, I have this. I my note is drunk Jennifer. Mm-hmm. That's the only note I have written down. I do love it. Oh, we got a new theme song. Also. Yeah, with some jazzy piano. Season four has got a new theme piano song. Piano comes in hot. Mm-hmm. It right sure away. does. And some yeah. new clips. Yeah, new clips from all their adventures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was pleasing. The fishing village explosion. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. New adventures. I love the moment when they set the bed up in the barn, when they're sort of hiding after they steal it. And the cow is just like, what the fuck? I love that. (laughs) Terrified cows. That really reminded me of uh, the one where they're on the run in Mexico, handcuffed together. Mm -hmm. Yes. Fuck, what's that called? Uh, I want to say a case for murder, but it's... Sailing hearts or something with sailboats. No, it was first season. That was like yeah. episode three it was of like the this, first season. Yeah, it was very early Passport on. Passport to murder. Passport to murder. Yeah. And it was very... Uh, what's... The, <laughs> romancing the stone. Very romancing the stone. Yeah. I Yeah, this, this episode... Uh, had a lot of like good adventure moments mm-hmm. that were that were super fun, and the music really drove that home. Yeah, there was oh I did God. write down that they had the music in a couple of the scenes <laughs> was <laughs> was so like all purpose wacky adventure. 
Because it was just like, and then like, here comes the bride. Like it's, it's like they just add. And then at one point when they're driving in San Francisco, for no reason, there's suddenly like this very British stately <laughs> melody that comes in mm-hmm. like they passed an embassy or something. And it's obviously <laughs> like, no, just make a make a wacky song that that includes all of these different themes so that we can edit them. Yeah to fit whatever needs to be right it was just just almost we we're almost in green acres territory totally mm. this was but, a comic this was such a comic episode which is surprising yeah. because it had such a good villain yeah it's true it was lighthearted I, for sure i could have done with more maris thorn i would mm. like i would have liked some more maris i would have liked some more plotting on her part and some more like i don't know i i think i wanted her they kept they kept the painting a secret until, you know, yeah, uh, three quarters of the way through the when episode. They go back to the barn. When they go back to the barn, and then wine from a leaking cask, yeah, uh, uncovers this <laughs> this really ridiculous painting <laughs> <laughs> yeah. by Vermeer, I believe is what he said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's also how far is yeah. it? How long does it take to get from Napa to San Francisco? It's like an hour and a half an hour and a half and that truck couldn't make it <laughs> they had to stop halfway at that barn i love that they got a shot of the bed going across the golden gate bridge uh oh on this on the volkswagen that was really slug bug that that that's like that's a flex that's iconic that's mm-hmm. the iconic shot mm-hmm. for sure do you feel like i didn't re- remember that there were so many times when the bed like that bed logged hundreds of miles yeah during the course of this episode <laughs> Um, whether it's being towed or whether it's making a break for it, whatever, you know, this bed is really racking up the miles. But part of me watching it this round was like, I wonder if they just started throwing in all this extra footage of the bed because they're just, they did the first uh, day of shooting with like the runaway bed. And it was just so hilarious and amazing <laughs> that they just kept going. It And they built a bed vehicle too. Yeah. That's the other thing. Which well, you- and there's very scant use. Thank goodness of the very unusual looking stunt people. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> In the bed. I was like, wait, I, yeah. <laughs> I just love there was like a big piece of foam when they did the aerial shots and the bed is clearly being driven by whoever's dressed like Jennifer. She's like arched over and holding a steering wheel or something. And there's a huge piece of foam to go over that. But it's this big brick of foam that's just not there in the close ups. It was really great. And it it seemed like it was going like faster than a golf carts. Maybe they sped the footage up, but I would just. It was rolling like it was was going going fast. fast. Yeah, that was amazing. I think we do have to talk about. The awkward bed reveal. Yeah. So when <laughs> when uh, Frenchie Linterpole is stealing the bed the first time without the hearts in it, right? They weren't in it at this mm-hmm. point. He's driving it away from the barn, mm-hmm. and it had been covered in a tarp, a protective oh, tarp. Oh yeah. And oh, no, as, it's when the hearts steal it. Yeah, it's when from, the hearts take it. Oh, that's right. Maris. That's right. Oh, they, when they steal it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they've got it on the tow truck. And that's when they're driving it through some trees and then very obviously a cord (laughs) pulls the tarp from the center of the tarp off of the bed (laughs) in the most awkward reveal ever. It was so silly. And then you can see at the end of the shot, a little pull cord from the cable comes into the shot from the right side on the ground. It gets dragged forward because the blanket is flying down. (laughs) So silly. I mean, I feel like the way that the the sheet just collapses exhausted on the ground after it uh, mm-hmm. jumps up so excitedly, I was like, that's a mood. Yeah. <laughs> I relate. The way that that thing just. Oh, I'm surprised there wasn't a sound effect of like, whoop, with the, with the tarp. <laughs> it's funny that they couldn't just get a lighter sheet and then have it fly off on its own. But they, they, I feel like there are many ways that they could have pulled that off a yeah, little easier. Editing but, a little bit, <laughs> but you know, we're we're going for we're going for Benny Hill monkeys territory. Yeah. So I was I had a so what, that question you asked earlier that was like a very not Ellen question where it's like why did they what was the question again? Do you remember? You asked something that was like very out of character for you to ask. <laughs> oh, why went why went they just 
kill somebody and just go yes. take the headboard and leave. Just take it. There was they drove two hearts to Thorne's house, and then they went away, and then came back with a tow truck dressed as tow truck drivers. And so I was like, "Oh, okay, two hearts just can't." tow the bed yeah and then later on the episode it's being towed by two hearts and i was like it had been put it it had been put on some sort of like trailer trailer Mm -hmm. or whatever it was really i don't know yeah it was yeah it was on a trailer hitch um and i think it's just you know the hearts the they're not gonna get away with it unless they're in yeah you know they love dressing up the tow truck thing and like thank god they didn't show me how they got those outfits or that tow truck Mm. (laughs) um thank goodness for that but also just like oh yeah that's probably that's necessary here's a cross season question Mm. do you feel like they hired marcus the magnificent to do like the bed reveal yes i was gonna say that marcus the magnificent was behind the whole thing it felt like magic to me (laughs) well that's what i think magic longest day of your life (laughs) it just really seemed like it could have been Looked so much better <laughs> if they just attached that cable in more than one spot on the blanket, or <laughs> just, just to the ground. Fuck it, that's not an important thing. Everyone yeah. watching this episode knows there's a bed under yeah. there. But, but they, they rigged well, it. They, they probably spent to, hours rigging that up. They, they for some reason felt the need to unveil the bed so that you saw a bed driving down the street. Yeah, right. But there's a missed <laughs> opportunity there to have the sheet blow onto Maris Thorne's car and have them like veer wildly all over. Yeah, the true. Yeah, I'm sure that someone said that's too cartoony. That sounds like a rewrite to me. <laughs> Ellen, Ellen just did a rewrite. First rewrite of the season also. <laughs> wow. Uh, We're changing roles. No. You're the expectant virgin now. Yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> I'm just going to let that. I, I don't yeah. really have a rewrite. I do have like a a, a question about a reimagining. <laughs> uh, if Maris, like if Maris didn't know about the bed, and was really just all about uh, developing the land for condos. Mm-hmm. And if Interpol guy was actually a villain <laughs> who was after the bed, I think that would have been interesting. Yeah. Because then it would have been two sets of villains after two different that things cool. with the same means. Yeah. So it would have it would have been a more But why would you want the bed back? Yeah, she wouldn't have given a shit about the bed. Yeah. Well, she would have she would have taken the bed to taunt the hearts. Like I think it would have been more of a like, oh, you want this place? Well, we're gonna we're gonna make you rue the day that you bought this. Because it's the one thing you wanted. Yeah. Because right. this is the one thing you wanted, and mm-hmm. and that would have just been the start of their reign of terror on the inn. I like that. That would have been cool. A little mm-hmm. extra layer. Because I just I wanted Maris to be more Cruella Deville, not uh, Emma Stone, but more Glenn Close. Yeah, like <laughs> I want like a I wanted her to be a little more sinister. Because as it was, it was like if this is all art theft, I'm kind of bored. Well, at a certain point, Maris just seems more exasperated than anything else. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, if she like, wears oh, it well. She, she yeah. wears it well. Mm-hmm. It's like Cruella. It's like. Yeah, it's like finally a, a realistic villainous reaction. Like, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Gorgish. Gorgish. Like, uh, more stew. <laughs> Another fly in the Gorgish. More stew. I love when the hearts are talking to the sheriff after the bed gets stolen. The kindest, most jovial so sheriff. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> he had a really great energy. But then at the end of the scene. <laughs> They say, <laughs> okay, they're like, okay, see you later. And then they do a really quick cut to the sheriff and he says, Bay. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> why did you cut back to him? It was like a very strange edit just for him to say bye really fast and then cut out of the scene. <laughs> I sort of loved that. I was like, yeah, more, more. Yeah, bye. <laughs> more sheriff. <laughs> and then we never see him again. Nope. No more sheriff. Oh, well. Well, is it time? Fight, fight the power. For Pick Your Poke. Season four. Season four poke. <laughs> Season four. Pick Your Poke. Uh... Is it the time of the season for loving? Get it? <laughs> it is. <laughs> 
I didn't have one. Wow. I didn't have one. I was like shocking. Uh, yeah, I mean, I could I could push it, but I'm not going to. Uh, it, it, again, we're we're not in an attractive man territory. Uh, Maris, <laughs> I would kind of hit that to just like live by her pool, but um, yeah, pool boy. <laughs> but she was I she was mean. <laughs> feel the same way. I don't have one either. Uh, and I tried to make it von Jacques Le Bonfleur, whatever his name was, Jean Pierre, Jean Pierre Le Bonfleur, <laughs> Jean Pierre Le Bonfleur. <laughs> but uh, he was too much of a Simon poet. Le bon. He had a line. <laughs> so. Fleur. Yeah, he's Simon, Simon Le Bonfleur. <laughs> he's talking to the hearts early on, and he's uh, Jonathan says you're you're also a poet, and he says, but mostly a lover of all things beautiful. Oh, he was so creepy, and that was so gross to me when he broke into the hearts <laughs> bedroom. He knocked Jonathan on his ass. Yeah, he sure did. Pushed but him down. I I did love his uh his responses to Jennifer in Jonathan voice, which right. was just yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that that made me laugh but then yeah. when jennifer was getting a little little flirty and he was you know we get to see his reaction to that and he's kind of like oh yeah maybe Creepy. oh yeah mm. go go to hell that's gross yeah. uh and <laughs> was he looking for the creepy. painting in that scene too? i guess he was i don't understand what he was doing in there like that's but why push jonathan then again none of this makes sense because he would have known that the bed had the painting. Yeah. So there's nothing for him to look for. Yeah, totally. He's mm-hmm. just being a creep. Ellen, do you have a poke? No. All right. No pokes. Well, season Notorious, four off no to a poke. great start. Just a soft start. <laughs> Very soft. <laughs> you did that. I didn't do that. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I take I take responsibility. Great. Not well, even Gorgish. New, new no, not even Gorgish. I love Jennifer's face after she accidentally bids on the entire inn and, and property. Mm-hmm. She sneezes or something. She was just smelling her hand. <laughs> she looks her hand like, what did you do? <laughs> and then they plow through a wedding on the bed and the bride throws the flowers <laughs> to Jennifer. And she says, I'm spoken for. I'm spoken for. And then throws the flowers yeah. back. Like, what the fuck? Oh, last note. Final note for me is when they were in San Francisco on the Zatarans trolley, the, there was a kid That's sitting New next Orleans. to. Is that New Orleans? Zatarans is yeah. New Orleans. I thought it was San That's Francisco. That's dirty rice. That's rice aroni. Rice aroni. Oh shit. Oh okay. Ding, ding, same ding. food in the same box. I thought the Zatarans guy <laughs> was dancing. Cities. Did they do a crossover? Because doesn't he dance all over San Francisco? Rice aroni. The San Francisco treat. Huh, okay. Zatarans. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Dirty rice. I love those ads. And I used to eat those all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I love a I love a boxed rice dish. Yeah, Zatarans. Yeah, those shits are so, it's so sodium. Just I, know. Full of I remember sodium. being confused as a kid because I was like, wait a minute, there's rice in this, but what's the other stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, a question that confounded me for years, by the way. Uh, I didn't really understand that Roni was macaroni, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was a kid sitting next to Jennifer on the trolley that just looked like they were having Dark Night of the Soul. Like, just <laughs> void the face. The kid with the feathered hair. Yes, just super and the void it out. Inconsolable, super pale mom. <laughs> yeah, they were... Like yeah, that's, that's very much like like a Children of the Corn Brumspringa vibe happening there. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was the Torrances. Yeah. After they got away from the Overlook Hotel, yeah, they, yeah, they went yeah. to San Francisco to try and like Just start a life. Touristy <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's so good. Tommy's not shining. <laughs> yeah, that, he's very, very dull. <laughs> that poor child how'd you like some xanarans doc that's the character that's the character <laughs> that's not the san francisco treat have, though have some dirty rice that's that's the new orleans treat do you like jazz xanarans <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
As Ellen related so hard to that blanket crumpling to the ground, I related to that child <laughs> with the voided outlook on their face on the trolley. Those, those are our two. That thus begins our season four <laughs> meme collection. Yeah, who did you relate to the most in the, the episode? The kid on the cable car and this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this could be like a. This could be our new like <coughs> non-poke poke. Who did you relate to the most? My, I think I related most to the to the farmer with the Volkswagen Beetle oh, uh-huh. that, that nope. saw them was just like, nope, nope, nope. Yeah. nope. And then once nope. the money was right, he said, yep, yep, yep. Uh, <laughs> played by by amazing uh, right. uh, character actor Carmen right. Filpi, I believe is his name. Oh, really? Which you have seen see in so face. many things. He's got that. Yeah. He's got that amazing face. Just in every single thing ever made. Yeah, he's really in everything. <laughs> he, there was the other farmer though, whose fruit stand they went through. I thought was a different actor when they first smashed through it, but it wasn't the most understanding farmer in the world like yeah. his cart is destroyed me and joe actually had a little like we both gasped and did a little whoa mm-hmm. when the when the bed almost went off the cliff yeah, it was a pretty good pretty good mm-hmm. stunt there pretty mm-hmm. good trick oh man this right. this episode has some bad ratings on imdb <laughs> wow that's so funny it's i i really thought this was a fun yeah um, it was a fun one another rewrite would be I know it would ruin the whole episode, but if they flew off that cliff on the bed and then used <laughs> sheets to parachute down, <laughs> there weren't any more sheets. Mm-hmm. Oh, the sheets on the bed. Mm-hmm. Oh, I do. So I do have I do have one more thing that I do want to talk about. Uh, when the hearts get the bed to San Francisco to Grappelli's or whatever <laughs> to uh, <laughs> to check out what the painting is all about, and then. Uh, Linterpol steals the bed again <laughs> and yep. takes it immediately to Bedfellows Inc., where they meet the most <laughs> oh, surly yeah. gay man yeah. who is apparently in charge of the displays. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. We were dealing with some real, like, they, this again, they, they're trying to up the comedy in this episode so hard that they introduce this super surly gay dude who yes as soon as he as soon as he arrives i was like okay your tie is your tie is down to the middle of your chest Mm. it's a green tie great colors on a royal blue shirt yes Mm. you you're you're working your color story (laughs) but wow what an unpleasant person like (laughs) oh yeah he's like an antique dealer so awful he's stuffy it's what did you say? It's French provincial. <laughs> yeah. it, I think his last words are like, "I'm gonna sue you," and then runs away. Yeah, oh my God. yeah, he sucked for sure. And then the hearts—they end up in Versailles <laughs> at yeah. the end of the episode. Like, they were allowed to sleep in that bed one yeah. last time in Versailles. Yeah, that's a pretty crazy leap. Yeah, that doesn't happen. <laughs> So no. my rating will hinge on them being in France in the next episode. <laughs> they, just, they just have to come back with Macron for, for yeah. Max. Macron. <laughs> Macron and Zatarans. <laughs> Dirty Macron. Yeah. There's not many uh, ratings on the IMDb pages for most heart-to-heart episodes, but there's a bunch on this one for some reason. And one there's one out of ten total garbage <laughs> what one, one out of ten ridiculous oh. premise and then there's one that's 10 out of 10 and the title is i'm always going to give heart to heart a 10 out of 10 yeah. <laughs> it's like oh it wasn't me that wasn't me that doesn't speak well you're not bingo babies on imdb <laughs> but the it's a great name <laughs> it, it's an episode that people who have not seen very much heart to heart always remember mm. is the crazy like runaway bed mm-hmm. stuff. People are always like, and there's a bed on the Golden Gate Bridge. And it's like, oh, you love heart to heart. They're like, no, but I always remember that. It's like, okay. Mm. I mean, it's ludicrous. Yeah. In in the best way, in my opinion. Like, I, it's it's so... I I think if this wasn't a season opener, I would feel differently about it because it's, it is... I think this is the best season premiere they've had. It's it's hands down it my favorite season premiere. Yeah, for sure. It introduces Until the characters. Next season. Yeah, I'm. Oh, I'm Ooh. really looking forward to that because uh, someone we'll see. let out a little a little left cheek sneak. <laughs> what? Somebody farted. 
Uh, well, let's okay. Let's get to ratings. Yeah, you're up. <laughs> so I'm zero, locked in. Zero on to my five rating. hearts. I'm first. I really enjoyed this episode a lot. I think it's the best. As I just said, it's the best season opener. Uh, it was so good to see them again. It's been so long, <laughs> a whole two weeks, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I love the villain. I like that they were on some sort of location. Uh, I'm, I'm not entirely sure that they were actually in Napa Valley where the inn was, but they might've been, um, they definitely did some shooting in San Francisco, mm-hmm. uh, in Versailles. They clearly they were, were obviously in Versailles. In Versailles. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't stock footage. That was like because, way more, uh, less yeah, quality than every all other of footage. The signage in Versailles is in English. Yeah. And of yep. course, you know, definitely, why wouldn't it be definitely Versailles? Uh, yeah, this was super fun. I am giving this a two, a four point five. Oh my god! Really? Wow. Mm. Giving right. it a four point five. I I, and here's why. Definitely, like I'm going with my resolution to to be more in tune with my enjoyment of the of the show, mm-hmm. and I super super enjoyed this show. But it was not perfect. It was not. <laughs> well, then you should give them it, all it wasn't fives. A perfect, no, it wasn't <laughs> a perfect episode. It had it had some elements to it that I don't think were were like stellar. Mainly that it wasn't dark. There was no darkness. There was no like. Cerrone. But, but I can't. It's not a haunted bed. No, it's not a haunted bed. But I can't fault the mystery. I was genuinely like interested in what the villains were doing and who was a villain. Mm. Um. Yeah, and the hearts were super fun. It was a really fun episode, and the bed shit was so ridiculous, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's great. I think if if it would have if the villain would have been a little a little more evil, <laughs> or uh, or if the Interpol guy was the villain and uh, the and Maris was simply an evil developer, mm-hmm. that would have actually been like top marks for me. But. Mm. Uh, but otherwise, great episode. 4.5. Wow. I am going to give it a 5. I Yay! think this will be remembered forever. I really think this will be like <laughs> the episode I remember out of a lot of episodes, like Ellen said, that I wow. I really think so. I think, and looking back at uh, Heartland Express and how I love that episode because of how memorable it is, I think this episode's going to stand with like likewise so i'm going with a five and it was so much fun i was laughing yeah. so much at the bed scene i thought that was amazing yeah super enjoyable <laughs> yeah uh, i'm giving it a four mm. um and it's just because i have to be tr- true to myself and everybody knows i'm not fun like that yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm not I'm surprised, fun like that. i'm actually surprised you're going that high yeah, it was going to be a three, but I've enjoyed talking about it with the <laughs> two of you, and your enjoyment does factor into my overall feeling about it, and I'm into kicking off season four with, like, it does have meaning to me that it is like a splashy season opener for once, and all of the location shooting, like, all all of that, like, I, I can get into, and of course, I also have to throw in a little pinch of something because it's like art theft and whatever, yeah. but yeah, but yeah, Eric, you're absolutely right. Like, of course, I'm not fun like that. And therefore, I have to give it. <laughs> it's just barely, barely a four for me. Yeah. You don't have a zany bone in your body. I just don't. If, yeah, if don't, Mimi was murdered not. on that bed and her ghost was haunting it, then it would have been a yeah, five. If it was like that horror movie where the bed eats people or something. <laughs> Deathbed. Yeah. Yeah. Or like the, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just yeah. So I'm not I'm not zany, and you know that unto itself makes all '80s television challenging to me <laughs> in terms of me like oh op- fully opening my heart to it. But it just yeah yeah I'm I'm comfortable with that. I love it. Well, this episode gets a 13.5, which is a really strong start. I think this might be the highest rated season opener yet. Yeah. Mm. we came in expecting so little they lowered our expectations i yeah i don't know i've i i don't know i feel like the lows that we hit with seasons two and three (laughs) uh have 
conditioned us for what's to come. So I, I feel like, yeah. I feel like we're ready to just enjoy now. the shit out of this. Mm-hmm. And I'm already, I'm already there. But in terms of season openers, I feel like they gave Best us one. the goods on this one. Sure did. Yeah. It yeah. was, it was yeah. so much fun. Mm-hmm. So much fun. Yeah. Ellen, <laughs> what could they possibly show us next? I'm so glad you asked. Well, originally airing on October 12th, 1982. Next week, we are going to be talking about With This Heart, I the Wed. The hearts witness a murder when the spiritual mentor and bridegroom of Jennifer's aunt meets an untimely death. Interesting. Warning, Gabor sister Ooh. alert. Oh, did someone get slapped? Not who you would hope. (laughs) Not nearly enough. Spoiler sister alert. (laughs) (laughs) Joe this Jojo Gabor Garbor. Jojo Garbor. (laughs) (laughs) Jojo Bonfleur. (laughs) Jojo Goodflower. I need a new title. If any listeners have a new title for me, I would I'm open to feedback because I feel like I have leveled up now that we're in season four mm-hmm. from virgin to something else we are th- we are perhaps our, our man in london perhaps the london bureau oh yeah has a suggestion no pressure <laughs> sorry no pressure. sorry danny you you just were very kind to send an email and now we are just going to yeah, talk about that you came, yeah forever that, <laughs> that came at just the right moment but also it's interesting to me because we also are or joe in particular is experiencing heart to heart Primarily in the pandemic mm-hmm. uh, epoch, so yeah. parallel experiences. Totally, but also I love London, so I'm just always interested in. As do I. I love France. Yeah. <laughs> well, no one's talking to you right now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> or whatever your name is. Yeah. Now I'm thinking like he's gonna be like, uh, you should be called like the puff, <laughs> the puff. Yeah. <laughs> the bloody the winker ch- the chaffed puff yeah <laughs> wink and puff well thank you all for listening uh i'm so happy that we're into season four this feels so good although it's i also am like feeling the end coming even though we have a ways to go we have we have a ways to go yeah, no. but it's like once once you're past that we're we're in the fourth of the show wow and it's it's like oh god it's coming to a close scary uh but start out great i'm very happy thank you guys for sticking with us uh if anyone's new welcome yeah uh i'm so happy to have you uh i don't know about you just say welcome i did oh a train just went by so what i heard you say is if anyone's new Fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> and I just thought, wow, that's not really, is that how we're doing fuck it now? I'm, I'm saving that until the movies. When, we, when we're doing the movies, I will, I'll be like, if you're new, fuck you. Yeah. I'm uh, just like, wow, the emotions are just all over the map with you tonight. Eric. What were you waiting like, for? Oh, really? oh, it's the fourth and the fifth and the yeah. fuck them. Well, whether, uh, whether you're a new listener or an old listener, <laughs> please write to us. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at it was murder pod or on Twitter at it was murder pod. Yeah. And you can email us at it was murder pod at gmail.com. You can watch along with us on Tubi if yeah. you're in the States, if you're yeah. in, uh, if, the, if you're in the UK, I think it's on Netflix or some shit. Like I'm, I'm pretty Is sure it's really, really, I think it's like really easy to, to stream in, in the UK Damn, because, oh, uh, wow. you guys have better taste than us, uh, or at least your executives do. Yeah. And just, everyone should just get one of those, uh, things that lets you watch Netflix in the London. VCL thing. Yeah. What are those called? Virtual VPN. Client, VPN. VPN. Yeah. Just get a VPN and watch it along with us. The fuck's a VCL? <laughs> That's weird. I'm I just guess, picking so Then I can letters. watch it on my on my VPN. Yeah. But I'm too busy watching Great British Menu over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> I have been binging Inside Number Nine, uh, which is another British show that Ellen, you would love. Oh, great. Uh, and we'll talk about it. it. We'll talk about it when we're done on our, with the podcast. On our what is it called? On our next podcast. No. What's the show called? Inside number nine. Yeah, we're we're talking about it on our inside number nine podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Uh, 
Okay, I think I did all the shilling. Oh, uh, rate and review anywhere you're listening to this. Give us five stars because that's the <laughs> decent thing to do. I always give It Was Murder five out of five. I, I do too, every day. <laughs> because I always deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite podcast on the internet. <laughs> yeah. uh, we will be back next week. Uh, Freeway was looking pretty cute in Max's arms. And I hope that he had a nicer bed than that piece of shit to sleep on. Good night, Freeway. I hope his bed just stayed in one place. (laughs) Good night, Freeway. Good night, Freeway. Le Bon Fleur. (laughs) Le Bon Chien. Le Bon Chien. Le Bon Chien. (laughs) 